He's an old head. Youngins are really starting to get on my damn nerves. He's a purveyor of nonsense. He's a Georgia high school coaching job influencer. His favorite Bible verse is Jesus wept. He's the man of constant sorrow, Chris Lamb. Welcome to episode 9 of Sun Coaches Podcast, where today we will be discussing what you need to do or what you need to think about as you start looking to some of these assistant coaching jobs. So, the other day we talked about head coaching opportunities and things you might need to talk about. As you can tell, hopefully, the sound is so much better now. I have uh, reached into my merry band of tricks and bag of tricks and found out what may be the problem i think i've got it figured out so this presentation i actually did after i did the head coaching presentation and showed you know showed some guys what i've picked up over the years of being an assistant coach because most of us have done that a whole lot longer than anything else we've done being a an assistant coach and um you know of course introducing myself who am i i'm a nobody from nowhere that's never done anything and again that gives me more in common with probably 98% of the audience that you have out there as opposed to most of the speakers they're going to see. So the first thing we talk about when you're an assistant coach, you're going to be an assistant coach. Fantastic. Awesome. What are you going to teach? What are you going to be certified in? Because you're probably going to have to teach if you're uh, in the world of education. If you're in the world of education, you're definitely going to teach. What are you going to teach? What are you certified in? Everybody getting certified in PE, there's only so many of those jobs, so you better be able to teach something else. I, myself, am certified in special education as well as PE, and I can teach math if I have to. You might want to look into some of those areas. You can get paid more by teaching high-need areas, and if you have student loans, you can get those paid off as well um, by teaching in those high-need areas. you got to be certified. You got to be certified in something, preferably other than PE. You watch these head coaches that get out during this time of year. They come to me all the time wanting to go, you know, we're looking for a head coach. And you can tell how serious their program is or their school is about wanting to win in their program and everything else when they, uh, yeah, coach, we got to um, opening up a very important position on our staff. You know, offensive coordinator duties come with this offensive line position. We have uh, the teaching position is Spanish two, uh, AP physics, or uh, ceramics. Okay, yeah, there's a bunch of us that went to school and got in that line when we were uh, deciding that we wanted to coach in high school. You know, most of us dum-dums looked over there when we got in line and went, you know, this accounting line over here is kind of long. This engineering line, these kids look like they were the last one picked for kickball. As a matter of fact, I don't even think they were picked for the kickball games. Coach just said, well, one of y'all's got to take them. So they're going to be on your team. And then we looked over there at the P.E. line, and we went, ooh-wee, I like P.E. That was one. I passed that and lunch. I'm going to go do PE. That sounds like a great idea. So we went and got in the hot PE line and we got certified in PE. Uh, Unbeknownst to us, people don't get out of them jobs. 
So you're going to need to be certified in something probably other than PE. And I would implore every one of you, if, especially if you've been doing it over 10 years, go ahead and take the, the special ed co-teaching um, GACE test or whatever the certification test is in your state. Go take it. If you paid any kind of attention, if you've been doing this for any amount of time, you can pass that test. It is not difficult. I mean, it's pretty much common sense. You know, Chris can't read. Which of the following is the best thing to do for Chris? Have Chris stand up in front of class and read. Yep, no, no, that, that's probably not it. Uh, tell Chris to go stand in the corner because he's a dummy and he can't read. Yep, no, that, that, that's probably not it. Um, sit Chris over there with somebody who's a strong reader and let them work with him. Now, that sounds like a good idea. Um, make Chris go sit out in the hallway and give him some crayons and tell him to just color. You know, th those are the questions are like that. I mean, there's, there's some law things that you've got to know that you have to study a little bit, but you're going to come in, into, um, a, a lot more contact with kids that need services and it's not going to hurt you. And it's not really a bad test and, and the joy and, and the satisfaction you'll get working with these kids is, is fantastic i've enjoyed it i've been doing it for the past 10 years and and i really i really do enjoy it and it's a good idea to be certified in something other than pe because that's just you know you might as well kiss that, that them days of, of you being able to teach pe and only pe um as an assistant coach uh them, them days are they gone get degreed up young guys youngins listen to me 50 years old and I'm a dissertation away from a doctorate in kinesiology and I'm not going to finish it. I'm not going to pay $10,000 to write a dissertation. I'm not going to do it. I'm too old. I got too much going on. I ain't nobody got time for that. But while you're a young man, get degreed up. If you can stand it, as soon as you finish your undergrad, go ahead and get your master's. As soon as you finish that, Go ahead and get your educational specialist. If you can stand it, as soon as you finish that, go ahead and get your doctorate. In this state, I don't know how the other ones operate, but in the state of Georgia, you are going to be paid on your years of service and your highest degrees. That's what we get paid on. It's the only way you can get a raise is to keep getting degrees. Get the highest degree you can get, and it's easier to do when you're young and unencumbered than when you get old and you have more responsibilities. Not saying that some young people don't start their families young or early. Not saying that at all. But when you're younger, it's a lot easier to do than to go back and do it. Um, get, get as many degrees as you can get. Get degreed up. Get as many certifications as you can get. If you are in PE, go ahead and get strength certified. Go ahead and get all the national strength certifications that you can get. As much as you can get, as early as you can get, get every certification you can get. If there's a gifted endorsement, go get that. If there's a reading endorsement, go get that. As many degrees as you can get, get. And whether or not you think you'll need it or not, get a CDL. Some little podunk little you know places that you go to you may have to drive the bus you may have to drive a bus route for the school that may be part of the gig that you can get 
I mean, I've never had to have a CDL. I mean, I've been places where they threatened us and said you had to have one, but I've never gotten my CDL. And now that I've had a stroke, I can't really, I mean, don't no, 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 nobody want me driving the youngins on a school bus. I mean, I can barely ride on one, much less drive one. But you guys need to go ahead, get everything. If they're having something that you can go get, especially if you can use somebody else's money to go get it, go get it. Go get it while you're young. Go ahead and get degreed up, get certified up, get everything that they're passing out that you can get early. Talked about this as a head coach, and it's probably more important as an assistant coach, and that's networking. Get in the good old boy system. Use If you were in a fraternity, use your fraternity connections. That's how I got my first job. I was playing golf at Forest Hills Country Club in Augusta. And I happened to be wearing my letters. And Mike Laney, who was the defensive coordinator and head baseball coach at Aquinas at the time, was playing with Marty Jackson, who was the head coach at the time at Aquinas. And he saw that we were in the same fraternity, Pi Kappa Phi. And he came over and he said, introduced himself and challenged me and all that other kind of stuff and found out that we were fraternity brothers and he was looking for an assistant baseball coach. And that's how my career got started. I was hired by one of my fraternity brothers. When I was in college, I was roommates with Milt Miller's son. Milt Miller, legendary coach, coached at Worth County, Lowndes, uh, other places as well. And, but you know, those places he's probably most well known for most known for. And, you know, I got to know those guys while I was in school and that didn't hurt me down the road. I mean, I remember coach Miller telling me when I first got started, when you go into these interviews, drop my name, they might not like me, but they know me and they'll call me. And so you've got to use whatever, advantage you can get as far as networking goes and it's so important as assistant coaches that you do this i mean just look at kellen DeBoer just took the head coaching job at alabama in his defensive coordinator position he fills with the head coach at south alabama why because they had worked together on a previous staff at indiana i mean networking as assistant coaches when you go to these clinics and you run crazy and and, and have a good time and after you sit there and learn and you meet other young guys or other guys in your, you know, expertise, your field or what you feel is your field of expertise, these are going to be your guys. And when you become a head coach, then, you know, you network, find out who's hiring, who's firing, who's looking, who's got slots, who's, you know, doing what needs to be done or where you want to be or what part of the state you want to be in. All of these things are not going to happen if you just sit around with your thumb up your behind and don't get out there and try to meet folks and do stuff. Now, granted, I don't like people in general, and they generally don't like me, and that's fine. That's okay. I get it. But you've got to get out and put yourself out there. You've got to expose yourself. You've got to go out there and say, hey, how you doing? My name is Vinny Bag of Donuts. Um, my coach over here at Ookie Bookie High School and I sure do enjoy watching the product you put on the field. Coach, do you mind you have some time that you could sit down and talk with me about, you know, how you teach, you know, whatever. And most coaches will take the time with you to do it. They love doing stuff like that and let them talk. Just sit there and let them talk. 
and network and learn. And they're like, ooh, that young, that young coach over there, he sure is interested. He sure does pay attention. He sure does do whatever. But you do that kind of stuff when you go to these clinics. Go to Glazer clinics. Go to Nike clinics. Go to these playbook clinics. Go to go to the you know the Southeast Wing T clinic that that um, Coach Holmes puts on. Go to I, I don't care if they're having a clinic on putting brooms in broom closets. Go to the broom closet clinic. Learn whatever you can from whoever you can. It's fantastic because we all as we as I said a million times, it's not what you know but who you know. Get your foot in the door any way you can, anyhow, any way that you can. Now, once you do, and I don't care how this comes across. I don't care what you think. I don't care. This is not going to change, but you must be loyal. That is the number one attribute that a head coach is looking for in assistant coaches. Now, some of you young, you young cats, because I pay attention and look at stuff on the X and and listen to some of y'all talk. And I listen to this crap about um, uh, give loyalty, get loyalty, and give respect, get respect. Um, anybody over 40 wasn't raised that way. Newsflash. You need to understand that. I'm not saying that you're wrong. Not, not saying that, you know, I wholly disagree with you, but we weren't raised that way. And when I gave this talk, I, I pointed around the room and, and it was funny because like half of the room was a bunch of old heads and then the other half of the room was a bunch of young cats. And I pointed all the young dude, uh, old dudes and I was like him and him and that dude right there and that man right there. They don't have to respect me. They automatically have my respect because by looking at them, I can tell they're older than I am. I automatically respect them. Now, whether they respect me or not, that's their business. Loyalty works the same way. Yeah, you're going to repay loyalty when it's given to you. But that man gave you a job. That man hired you when nobody else maybe would. He gave you a job. He's putting food on your table. You owe it to him to be loyal. Now, are you going to agree with everything he does and everything he says? Absolutely not. That's not how this works. But you don't need to undermine him. You don't need to say nothing behind, you know, around the schoolhouse that's going to undermine the program. You don't need to say anything in mixed company that's going to make him look bad. You have to be loyal to that man. And as I said the other day, Every head coach, except for maybe two that I've ever worked for, I still have great relationships with. And if they call me up today and said, I need you to do this, it's getting done. Bobby McAllister, I would cut your head off for Bobby Mack. If he called me today and told me to be here in X amount of time and I need you to dig this hole, it the hole would get dug. That's just the way I am. That's just the way we were raised. If Nick Davis called me and said, Chris, I need you to do this, it's going to get done. If Isaac Farrell calls me and says, do this, it's going to get done. If Lee Hamner calls me and says, do this, it's going to get done. If Chad Alligood calls me and says, I need you to do this. If Trey Wolf calls me, it's going to get done. Because that man hired me. That man hired you. 
You be loyal to that man. And that man will be loyal to you. And he'll help you down the road. And that's the number one thing, number one trait that you need to have as a head coach. They don't give a flying fart if you know anything about football. They'll teach you what you need to know. But you need to come with that inherent sense of loyalty to them, to their program, to their vision, to that man. Now, don't go in with blind loyalty. Don't just be running around chasing some boo-boo that don't know what he's doing that goes AWOL and acts crazy. But you latch on with a good one, and that man will take you places you ain't never thought about being before, i.e. Kirby Smart and Nick Saban. So, you know, there's that. Now, things that you're going to need as an assistant coach. Number one, you're going to need a strong back and a weak mind. And it was funny on this slide when I pulled it up. It's got four pictures on it. It's got a picture of some broom and some mops. It's got a paint machine. It's got somebody putting some laundry in the, in the, in the um, washing machine and a big old ball of string. You need a strong back and a weak mind because you're going to have to work. You're going to have to, you're a grunt. You're going to have to do some physical work. You're going to have some, do some things that you might not want, want to do or that you might not realize needs to be done. And you can't have no ego. You can't walk around talking about, oh, I, I ain't doing that. I mean, that's the problem we have today. I sit here and look on X the other day and, and, and this topic was, you know, being discussed and somebody, well, that falls on, that falls on the head coach. It is the head coach's responsibility to sit down. And, as Chad Alligood would say, what are we doing? What are we doing? Lamb, what are we doing? I'm assuming, and I know we shouldn't assume, but I am guessing, I am betting that when I hired you, you have gone through at least four years of college, at least. And while you were in college, you had to have done something while you were there. You had to have at least cheated to get out of there. You had to have at least put some kind of effort in to look on Mary Sue's paper to get your little narrow behind out of there so that you could go on somewhere else common sense ought to tell you that doing nothing is not the answer being on your phone unless you are running an app that is necessary for what we are doing is not the answer i see these people on x talking about well it falls on the responsibility of the head coach to outline uh look man I look down there and you ain't doing nothing. That's a problem. That's some common sense. Now, I know uh, having sense ain't very common these days, but we shouldn't have to sit there. and I shouldn't have to tell you how to do everything. You know, I'm an old man now in this game. And I had a stroke. And I had four back surgeries, two fusions. And I've had young coaches look at me and say, well, I don't get paid to do that. Well, hell, you think I do? I get paid a heap more than you do. But it ain't too good for me to do. Our job is to do things that the head coach 
doesn't need to worry about because he has a job doing things that he and only he can do that we can't do that I promise you we don't want to do. We can sweep and mop and hold a broom. Your hands can fit around an ice cooler, fill that thing up and get some water in it and get it out there. Yeah, the coaches sit down and they give us all our responsibilities and we have that preseason meeting and everything's outlined and everything's nice and, oh yes, Coach Johnson is going to be in charge of hydration and, you know, Coach I work for now, funniest thing ever. I mean, he's a young guy, he's a young cat. He's going to be good. He's going to be all right. Young cat, funniest thing ever. All right, this coach, you're going to be in charge of water. You're the hydration coordinator. You, you're going to be in charge of laundry. You're the laundry coordinator. Gave everybody, put coordinator at the end of everything since everybody wants coordinator title. Ooh, that tickled me. Made me laugh. It was funny to me because it's true. You need to figure out how a paint machine works. Well, coach, I don't have to worry about that. We have a tough field and... Uh, they paint the field uh, ready for us. We don't have to uh, lower ourselves to the level of your uh, little plebeian pulling a string and painting. the fit. Man, get out of my face. You better figure out how that stuff works because you might not always work at that place. Your first head coaching job may be at Ookie High School down in the middle of Hookville, and you may have to go down there and pull a string and paint a line because they ain't even figured out how to get indoor-outdoor carpet in the Florida room much less on the football field. You might want to figure it out. You can't have an ego when you're an assistant coach. You can't. You better have an ability to solve problems. Because I'm not going to hire you if I got to stand over you. We got 35 to 120 youngins to deal with. I ain't got time to stand over a grown man and tell him what to do. You better figure it out. Ask for forgiveness. Don't worry about permission. If you see something that needs to be done, do it. If it ain't right, we'll get it worked out later. Don't worry about it. Man, somebody needs to put them dummies out. Somebody needs to put them dummies up. Somebody needs to, well, hey, somebody, be somebody. Be somebody. Well, it's the head coach's responsibility to, shut up, man. You a grown ass man. Your mama have to always tell you to pick up after yourself? She might have. This day and time, probably so. But that, that ain't going to go now. That ain't going to work. I used to own a painting company on the side. I can go ahead and tell you, I ain't got time to deal with all that foolishness now. I'm going to show you one time how to do something. It ain't hard. I ain't got time to come back and fix your mistakes. And, and I'm fixing to cut you loose with some children. And, and you can't. You can't get off your phone long enough to do your job. And you're going to walk around talking about some, oh, that's not my job. And back to the to the head coach, the preseason thing. Oh, yeah, old head coach sat down. He made a nice PowerPoint presentation. And look at this. That got a little notebook printed out. Ooh, look at this. Ooh, we got my name all on it. Got it all. Look, look nice. Got it printed out. And then the next thing you know, bam, COVID hit. All these jokers, this one's got the doo-doo virus. This man over here, his oldest child done gotten a wreck. This guy over here, his daggum uh, wife went into labor early, and there goes your hydration guy, there goes your laundry guy, and there goes your he takes Billy and JoJo and Ray Ray home on Wednesdays so they can get to church on time. Who's, who's going to do that now? 
Well, that ain't in the book. Well, that ain't my job. The hell you say. You better get in where you fit in. You better jump in and have a strong back and a weak mind and no ego and an ability to solve problems. Because boss dogs out there talking to John Tavius' mama because John Tavius didn't get to carry the ball 47 times Friday night and only had 472 yards rushing. And they're trying to get an NIL deal at uh, Okie Doke University over there. And she's trying to do better than the Blue Takis and Orange Powerade deal they got cooking over here at Ookie University. So he's out there getting his tail just flat blowtorched over that. And, and you sitting in there on your phone playing Candy Crush or, or looking on Tinder trying to find you a hot date for the weekend uh, on Snap uh, chat they'll go on Tick Flick Facebook whatever it is on there trying to figure out what you're going to do on the weekend and it's stuff that, that you could be doing don't be don't don't wait to be told what to do if you see something that needs to be done do it Fake it till you make it. Pick a broom up. Sweep the same area over and over again. Look like you're doing something. Fake it. Just walk around with, with the little grabber in a, in a bucket around the field house and just outside and just pick up cigarette butts or what up, pick up rocks. Do something. Look like you're busy. Do something. Fake it. You got to earn your chicken box. Now, some of you metro guys and, you know, north metro guys and privatization schools and charterization schools don't, don't know about that middle Georgia and south Georgia chicken box. What, what, what do we, you know, I, I sit on here and watch some of these big time programs and their nutrition program. And today we are having bacon wrapped pork chops with asparagus and rice. And this is what we feed. Yeah, we having us a two piece dart with some French fries and a biscuit and a glass of tea. That's our pregame meal because that's what we get. Yeah, coach is going to get the same thing or whatever the church decided to cook for us out of the goodness of their heart this week. Um, the First Set Baptist Church over here this week, they done made us some spaghetti, so we're going to have that. And uh, you got to earn your chicken because you're going to get a chicken box. You know, you tell them kids that all the time when you're trying to get a scout defense together over there. Come on, baby, get on out here. You're going to get a chicken box on Friday. Come on. I promise you're going to get a chicken box. Get Get on out here. Get on out here. Get on out here and play. You're going to get a chicken box. I promise we're going to take care of you. But these are all things you're going to need as an assistant coach. I promise you, you're going to need them. And you may be an old dude that has forgotten. Yeah, you might not have a strong back anymore, but you can still have a weak mind. You can still do what they ask you to do. I can't pick up anything that weighs more than 25 pounds. Got a doctor's note. Says it right there. See that right there? Can't do it. But I can still work. I can still take these kids home. I can pick them up on the way in to work in the morning for that workout. Hey, coach, you mind stopping by and picking up these kids? Absolutely not a problem. Let's go. Round them up. But we got some of these younger dudes these days and some older guys too. That they, oh, that's not in my job description. Oh, that was not on the list of things that I'm supposed to do. Man, you better get out my face. 
come out of school talking about I, I need to be a coordinator. Uh, we got a young coach with three years of experience over here, uh, played a little college football, uh, would like to be a defensive coordinator. How about you coordinate the locker room, coordinate a broom, or coordinate you a painting machine and some strain and figure out how to practice, paint a practice field? How about you coordinate getting JoJo to Mama Nim's house after practice? What you need to coordinate. That's what you need to be worried about coordinating. Coordinate a, a JV ninth grade uh, team, which you probably need to be worried about. That, that's what you need to learn how to do if you want to be a head coach one day. Because all that stuff don't just magically happen. Somebody's got to do it. And the head coach sure don't need to be doing it. It drives me insane seeing the head coach do that. And you'll have head coaches, they'll tell you, my hands ain't too too good not to fit around a cooler. Well, no, they're not, but I don't need to see you doing that. That's what we're here for. We'll take care of that. You go do head coach stuff. We'll, we'll take care of this stuff. Because there's things that you and only you can do. All of us, we can do this. Hey, crap, we can get the youngins to do this. This ain't hard. But you're going to need that stuff. Those are the things you're going to do need need to have you, you need to work hard do your job do your job do your job that's all you gotta do do your job do your job what's your job i don't know do your job do your job if you're early you're on time if you're on time you're late be the first one there that ain't hard to do it is it always gonna happen no does life happen? Yes. But you can be early. We're going to get on these kids about expectations and what we want them to do, but we won't hold ourselves to the same expectation. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense to me. I mean, I'm not the smartest person in the world by any stretch of the imagination, but it seems a little hypocritical to me that we're going to ask these children to do these things, but we won't do these things. That's borderline insane if you ask me, but you know, that's just me. You can control how hard you work. You can't control anything else, but you can control that. My daddy retired from a paper mill in Augusta, Georgia. He started working there when he was 19 years old. He promised his senior chemistry teacher he would not go to college so that she would pass him he had like a 65 in chemistry. She said, Randy, are you going to college? He said, no, ma'am. She said, do you promise? He said, I promise. I'm going to work at a paper mill. She said, okay, you a good youngin. You come to school all the time. You try as hard as you can. This just ain't for you. But since you a good boy and you come to work all the time, I'll help you out. He passed. He graduated. He started working at that paper mill when he was 19 years old and he worked there for 44 years. And I watched my daddy work his tail off my whole life. And he instilled in us that you can work. You might not be able to do anything else, but by God, you can work. You can go find something to do. You might not like it. You might not enjoy it. But you can work. Now, another thing as an assistant coach you might need to be is good at something. You better be good at something. Now, 
I have yet to discover what it is I'm good at. Um, you might be good at some of y'all I've noticed is y'all real good at making uh, these the Canva uh, posters because y'all put them all over X when it's time to head in hot different directions. I'd like to thank the following people for the opportunity that I have been given. Y'all have been so good to me and my family since we've been here and we would like to uh, thank the community and everyone else that has helped us but we are moving on and a look at me look at me y'all good at that that's good you're good at something you can do the graphics for the school for the team some of you are technological wizards i need one of y'all i need a producer that'll work for free golf that can come to me preferably free golf free golf nice nice place did I mention free golf? You're a technological wizard. That's good. You know how to fly the drone. You have a CDL. You'll drive the bus. You're good with kids. You know how to fix things when they tear up. You're good at fixing the equipment. You're a OCD neat freak that would be great in the equipment room and bust them little youngins' heads when they were trying to run in and out of there taking whatever. You got to be good at something besides X's and O's. I've said it a million times. You can train a goat to do that. It's a math problem. Offensively, how many do they have over there? How many do they have over there? Go where they ain't got as many. If you want to go where they have as many, figure out a way to get more over there. Defense, pattern recognition. When they line up like this, what do they like to do? Fit. Run. Tackle. Don't let them get behind you. Game ain't hard. It's really not. I mean, y'all can, all those little things they put on there, guns around their head, what are you going to say and stand by or whatever. I mean, I'll stand by that until hell won't have it. This ain't hard. We, we try to make it hard. It ain't. But you got to be good at something. And again, ask for forgiveness, not permission. If you see something that needs to be done, just do it. Just do it. Just do it. You're not going to get in trouble, I promise. They'll appreciate it. It might not be exactly what you want or what they want done, but if it needs to be done, it needs to be done. It's something that's got to be done, and your boss will appreciate you for it. Okay? Yeah, go to these clinics. Go to these things. Network. Meet people. Learn things. Learn the game. But there's so much more to being an assistant coach than just getting on the whiteboard and drawing up a, a strength and conditioning program and developing an offense and a defense. There's so much more than that. And the most important thing is if you can't do any of these other things, if you can't, if you can't work, if you can't be loyal, if you can't find something that you're better than than anybody else, you can at least love on the kids. You can love on the kids. You might not be able to do it. That might be your thing. That might be what it is that you're the best at. You might be the one that is the best with the kids. Because ultimately, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Are you good with the kids? Can you get them little knotheads to do what we want them to do? Can you love on those kids? 
Can you get on them when they need to be gotten on to and rub on them when they need to be rubbed on? That might be your thing. Because you can't go wrong with that. Now, I am sure that people will point out to me things that I have left off, things that I have forgotten, that'll make you a successful assistant coach. Just a regular old assistant position coach. Yeah, you've got to be organized. Yeah, you've got to do this. Yeah, you've got to do that. Yeah, you've got to be able to, you know, develop a plan and all this other stuff. But if you don't have the core foundation of loyalty, working hard, finding something to do, getting in where you fit in, if you're not going to do that, I don't, I don't see how you're going to make it. And falling back on, well, it is the head coach's responsibility to tell us what... You, you are a grown man. You shouldn't have to be told what to do again. Sitting around doing nothing ain't it. That, that, that ain't it. Y'all know better than that. We know better than that. And there's nothing wrong with being an assistant coach forever. There's nothing wrong with it. It's a good gig if you can get it because there is nothing better when you get older than when somebody's mom or daddy comes over there running hot and they want to know something and you go, hold on just a second. The man you're looking for is right over there. And then you just keep it moving. You get them in the, in the field house and you take care of whatever needs to be taken care of and you don't have to worry about it. It is fantastic. It is a great feeling. It's wonderful. It's one less headache you got. One less headache you got. And you're part of the solution. Don't 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 cause boss dog. Don't cause big check problems. Don't put problems on his desk. Try to handle every situation that you can handle the best you can before you send it to him. If it's something you can deal with, deal with it. If it's above, if you can't deal with it, then pass it on along. But whatever you do, don't put problems on his desk. That, that, that's not good. You won't be there long. I don't care what kind of shortage there is these days. And I'm not saying this to get on people. It's just, this means a lot to me. To make sure that assistant coaches understand that we've got to take care of these head coaches. It's hard enough being a head coach as it is. And it's hard enough for these head coaches to find assistant coaches that are worth a tinker's damn to come work for them. Especially when they have to monkey through the slots they have or don't have and matching up this guy with that guy. And um, these are the teaching slots I have. And these are the guys I'm trying to get. And then they get somebody in there and the guy sits there on his phone 90% of the time. Or he's walking around worried about whether his backpack matches his tights he's got on under his shorts and whatever other nonsense he's got going on then whether or not he's actually coaching the kids or taking care of the kids or he's, you know, doing whatever, you know. And that's just, you know, things that I think you need to consider while you're in this business as an assistant coach. If there's anything I can ever do to help any of you, y'all know how to get in touch with me. Not only is it head coaching season now, it is also assistant coaching season People are on the move. 
they'll shake out more. Some of these head coaching jobs get filled. If you need anything, reach out, ask somebody, network, and as always, be good.